Hey guys, this is John. And this is Paul. And we're coming to you with not another again... Not more not episode. episode. <laughs> episode not more uh, 335. This uh, is our third installment of this uh, <laughs> weekly ongoing series where the slow march to episode 35 is right around the corner. We have almost two hours of it recorded. Uh, we, we just we so just... happened to have gotten Chris uh, drunk. His phone died and he passed out. So we didn't finish that episode, but look to it soon. It's going to be very strange to have us drunk, 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 sober, drunk, 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 drunk. Uh, <laughs> yes, very, <laughs> it'll be very odd. Uh, but this episode, we're going to be talking about board games again. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is going to be a little different because this is gaming with the gals. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the two-player games, or, well, they're more, sometimes they are allowed more players, but these are the games that Paul and I get together with our wives. Because if it was strictly two players, I would have a whole different list. <laughs> uh, Actually, I would have two different games. Well, one different game on there. Well, you can throw those in at the end. Okay. I'm sorry, I keep on interrupting your flow. Uh, but these are games that we sit down um, weekly, bi-weekly, sit down with our wives uh, to play games, because that's one of the people I play board games with the most. She is the person I play with the most, because when we play more than just two-player games... She's usually there with me. Uh, and I think yeah, that's the, a, around that's, the same with you, Paul. Uh, Kate is my most gaming partner. You know, uh, if I'm playing, unfortunately, like I, we're of the age now where it's not so easy just to call people up and be like they would just be there at your house at any moment at a drop of a hat. Uh, back in the day, we talked about it with gaming, uh, with our past gaming one where I had Scott and Sam underneath, you know, living below us, and unfortunately, they would never just give up and give me a chance on Ticket to Ride! Takes, uh, takes the charge, John. So we we would play Jenga. Johnny, and, Boy, Johnny, Johnny Boy Board Games gets them to play Ticket to Ride. Yeah. They actually, the app did. And then they played. But uh, well, We told them about the app after oh, they played Ticket to Ride. We played until oh, like 11 o'clock at night. I know. On a school night. On a school night. On a school night. Nevertheless. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's a shame. But, you know, we, but Kate and I, ever since we were married, uh, I collected the, you know, the Target had the collection of book series, like the board game book series. Classic, the classic. board games and those wooden, books. looked like books. So we used to play Yahtzee and Scrabble, Lotto Scrabble, uh, Stratego. We would, actually, I got Kate to play Stratego, which was great. She used to play Risk with, uh, friends of the ship, well, my friends. Katie and Eric, but so Kate was already kind of like gamerly, uh, but when I try to get into the more classic games, she's like, those are way too nerdy, can't do it, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately for her, she's married to me, and uh, I've made her embrace the nerd a little bit more, because uh, sadly, I don't get to play many games without her, so number one gaming partner, Kate. Right. Uh, same with my wife. Uh, it was on our first date when I was like, "Yeah, I like to play a lot of board games," and she was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Shut board games? Like what?" And then mm-hmm. I talk about the, the board games, and she's like, "Okay, we're probably gonna go pretty far together." <laughs> because yeah, it's just like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So you like the Flash, right? So. Uh... Who's your favorite, Who's your favorite Flash? Oh, Wally West. We're best friends now. <laughs> yep. 
you're in. Secret handshake, you right? know? Pretty much, yeah. It's like, if you say something other than Monopoly, secret right? handshake, you're in. I like Trivial Pursuit, Harry Potter. Uh, I would still be in with that. I mean, <laughs> Okay, Harry Potter. I like Trivial Pursuit. You put a little mustard on it. 90s trivia. Well, that's one of our friends, producer Scott. That's <laughs> that's his favorite board game. Come on! Why, why are you throwing him on the table? He sucks. Know <laughs> <laughs> uh, what his favorite board game is? Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so but this is, you know, we talked about on one of the not episodes. I can't remember which one. We should have looked it up. But this is not episode. We don't do research. We don't have to. Do, no, we are from the gut uh, and from the heart. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and also, back a few weeks ago when we cried on the podcast together. Yep, movies. <laughs> uh, and also from the drinking from the can. Drinking from can. Uh, we are having which now super friend of the show, Greg yeah, he has beer. He's a has, super friend. Has given us. He appeared on the show and now his. Given us beer. We are drinking from Upstate Brewing Company, their double IPA. He was already a super friend. He brought us one of his homebrews. Did he bring a homebrew? Yeah. I don't remember it, so it couldn't have been good. He's a super friend. <laughs> super friend. Remember that, John. Uh, no, I know. And, and he, uh, he he graciously gave us these beers. Uh, he was visiting Upstate. Uh, was blown away by their beers. Um, so this is a 7.7% double IPA with uh, Azeka, Centennial, Galaxy, and Peko hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, this beer had a date on the... Um, Kate, I don't know what he called On the those. camp? No, on nope. the... Oh, on, on the, the topper? The topper, whatever the, those are the, called. Uh, the ringlets. Pla- yeah, but it's the plastic clip-on ones. Yeah, and the uh, Plastic clips. The four-pack. Four-pack clip. clips, we'll call them that. Uh, and it said 327. I know that wasn't when it was... Uh, canned because I got this two and a half weeks from him. Uh, so from him? we're about about a week past um, the expiration on this fresh hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, still good, still crushable. Um, it's a nice drinking beer, and it's it is. a double IPA at seven point seven. I mean, it goes down way too smooth. It does, and again. Can I bring out my soapbox or my box full of hops that I'm going to stand on? Yes. This is an IBU of 30. 30. 30. 30. So cry. It has a bitterness to it. But I don't think the I don't think the hundo was m- much more bitter, if at all more bitter than this 30 IBU, right? I'm being laid off from my job soon, and I'm going to make it my mission. To come up with a better scale for bitterness than the IBU. It might take me a lot of drinking, listeners. I might have to go into the Betty Ford Clinic after it, but I'm willing to do it for the greater good. Greater good. The greater good. Because uh, uh, this IBU scale is bullshit. It's bullshit. And we just cracked a beer that was canned on 327. Uh, so this is a week old... And we are drinking, we're going to do two beers at once, Paul. That's where we're at. This is full. Mm. This is Billy Full Stack IIPA. This is uh, 8.2%. Don't tell me the bitter IBUs yet, because I want to say something. If that last one we drank was 30, this would be a 12. 
If it's anything more than 12, IBUs are bullshit. I can look that up for you. Yeah, look it up. Look look up the IBUs. Oh, it doesn't say on the can. But this uh, beer is delicious. This has a sweetness right up front. That's why I'm saying the IBUs are so low. Um, I'm still washing away the upstate because I was still drinking it up until we popped this one. <laughs> uh, but I've only had one swig, and I'm still filling up time here as John looks this up. And I want to take another swig because that <laughs> first swig was so delicious. Are you ready for this? Uh, let me take another swig. Mm-hmm. 137. <laughs> uh, 137 IBUs. Yet again, proves to me that IBUs are international bullshit units. They don't mean anything to us, the consumers. I'm going to make it my personal mission to come up with a better system for bitterness. For on the after of all the brewery process, not the, it's a bitterness when we combine all the hops before the brewery process. No. In the can, on my tongue, what tastes like? This is delicious, though. Yeah, because it doesn't taste like 137 BIUs. BIUs. Uh... Like, when people say juice bomb, this is just, like, that mm-hmm. hot, juicy, pithy. Mm-hmm. So good. So crushable. I, uh... This is... I thank God every day oh. this beer exists. We live in a great time. <laughs> Smartphones. Smartphones. Crushable I- double IPAs. John, John's able to get uh, single cuts for us. It's, it's just a glory... You know, just a glorious time. I'm proud to be an American. Me too. Uh, really good beer. Um, yeah, that's all. I mean, just really good. Single cuts that one. Uh, when people are looking in in my beer shop and I say, "Do you guys like IPAs?" You do. I'm going to recommend you spend a little <laughs> extra money and get this because it'll change you. I remember like maybe six seven months ago or maybe even a whole year ago like uh on the one facebook group the buffalo beer geek group that we're on uh people would take pictures of single cut like on the shelf at uh premiere and be and somebody said like yeah buffalo just doesn't understand the gloriousness of single cut well this buffalonian now <laughs> understands the glorious this uh after willie uh weird and gilly Weird and Gilly, and this uh, also Billy that we're drinking now. Billy, full, Billy, full stack, double IPA. There's a half stack. Yeah, I'm not interested in the half <laughs> stack. <laughs> I like Weird and Gilly is just an IPA. It's not a double. I, yeah, but uh, I like my IPAs like and even my the, women. The, full. the 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 most sugar uh, that we had oh, that was last week. Too. That was good too. Um, I had another one from them that I I, I loved. But I will say we had Bon Bon mm-hmm. from them that we passed. You know, it was the third best. It was still good. It was yeah. the third best thing we had that mm-hmm. day. But that was the thing that was like, and also oh, that all was supposed to be that was supposed to be hazy, unfiltered, and it was, it was definitely clear as, filtered. Mm-hmm. Or the the last pour, or the first pour, or something like it was weird. Uh, but um, single cut now, I think. Uh, Exclusively now, they're just doing cans. You won't see them in bottles Good. anymore. Uh, makes my job a little bit harder because 
with those bigger bottles, you couldn't fit them like in a craft pack and <laughs> the, go to a register and be like, yo, no. But now with these, you could. So it's like uh, extra Ooh. protection on these um, mm-hmm. for being uh, a Wait, four, so- $4.99 tall boy. It's a $5 can oh, of beer. Hold us. Hold on a second. I could take a tall boy through the register and it makes my, makes my own pack. Yeah. Cashiers be dumb. What are those girls that are watching well, those? Is, is, is we have, I mean, we have tall boy cans that are hit the price limit to go into our craft pack where you can get six mm-hmm. beers for ten ninety nine. Like mm-hmm. it still works out and they get over there so people could easily put these in there i saw a, a, i had to stop a guy who put a bomber bottle in his craft pack <laughs> and i was like hey man and i walked over and i took it out and I'm like that doesn't go in there and he's like oh it's over there and i go even this is a 12 dollar bottle it wasn't over there <laughs> and he's like yeah it was i go it's not cold because <laughs> our yeah well, your craft pack is, is cold. it's cold so don't be an idiot. Don't don't act. Don't tell me I'm an idiot. Hmm. Uh, when I was picking up KBS because it was KBS week here in uh, Buffalo the other day and last, uh, last week, yeah. And uh, I, I was standing in line because we were all there at the cash register with our KBS because they couldn't cash us out until eight oh one. Yeah, because you know New York State, they don't trust us with anything. Uh, not even fireworks. I think it's like from 4, 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. There's four hours where magic happens, where nobody will be hurt by alcohol. It's bullshit. Everybody knows it's bullshit, just as much as IBUs are. Instead, you know what? From now on, instead of calling things bullshit, I'm going to call them IBUs. <laughs> that will not go over with anyone but me. Nope. <laughs> And anybody that listens to the podcast, but it will be from now on the longest running I'm joke. I'm calling IBUs on you. What? What? That's IBU. Just sorry, sorry, I had to bring that out. That's so, IBU. Sorry to throw you under the IBU bus. That's my IBU right there. Oh, what did I step in? Freaking IBU. All right. Anywho, you're that telling jo- a story. That joke is. Uh, so we're all waiting in line to cash out. Just waiting for, like, one person will go up, be like, can we cash out yet? No? All right. Person walks up with a craft, your own six-pack. And I'm like, how much do you want to bet there's four KBS in that craft, your own six-pack right now? And the guy next to me, he's like, if it, if he does, we tackle him, right? <laughs> like, Right? Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Like, yeah. don't be that guy. You don't be that guy. Because we're all there for KBS. We're paying the price. You're, we're all paying twenty dollars. You're and being that guy, you're being a shifty, shifty dick. <laughs> like, and then we all kind of agreed that well, they wouldn't have put it out, right? Like that would like he brought it out on a cart and said, "Okay, everybody has one. They're watching it, so there's no way he could have crafted his own." And then he goes I'm like, around the corner, he goes, he puts the beer in a craft pack and gets one, and then goes down an aisle and then puts switches them out. Who knows? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I bought four. I bought four single cuts. These are. I great. bought four of these. Mm-hmm. I, I was selling it, and I bought four of them. And I could have been shifty and put it in a craft pack. No would have known. I run that thing. But for something like yeah. this, it's the same thing with 
with comic books, like you, uh, you talk to people who illegally download digital yeah, yeah. comic books and not paying that price of a CBR. And every time I'm like, comic book resources? No, no, comic book reader. Okay. And to me, I rather pay that because that comic book is then going to stay around. That thing that I mm-hmm. like is going to be there, and I'm supporting it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with beers. I'm going to pay that price because I want to support that company. Because, honestly, he'll stop carrying it if you don't. Exactly. So I'm like, that store only got four cases of KBS. Why? Because of that dick like that puts them into the craft packs. Or, you know, like, yeah, for yeah. whatever I mean, reason. I, I stood there and handed out all of the KBS. Mm-hmm. You know? Plus one. Plus one. <laughs> In one of the board games we love to play together, and that's Patchwork by uh, Ure Rosenberg, published by Mayfair Games, uh, and a game of quilting. A game of quilting? Yes. Uh, it's kind of a, uh, you have a player board, which is, I think, a 8 by 8 grid, uh, and you're trying to fit in pieces uh, that's in a communal pile of almost Tetra-style uh, shapes and sizes of quilting pieces of fabric. So you you purchase them uh, with the game's currency, which is, which is buttons, and uh, you place them on your own player board to try to fill up the most spaces on your own player board. So it's kind of like a Tetris-y kind of game. So you're playing your own board? Mm-hmm. You're not playing like against like a person? I in... have my own board, and Kate has her own board. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a two-player only game. Okay. Only two players, and uh, there's a circle, a rondelle, if you will, of uh, these pieces that could be like a one-by-one piece, you know, uh, uh, you know, or all different shapes and sizes. Think of Tetris uh, shapes, but then, like, let your mind go wild with how big and how fat they could right. be. Right. No, I get it. Um, and you're trying to fit this player board that's in front of you. Uh, because at the end of the game, any missing square uh, is worth negative two points. Uh, you're purchasing these pieces with uh, buttons, which are worth you know one point each. How, at the ma- end of the how game. do you get more buttons? Uh, the pieces that you purchase have buttons on them. Oh. So if they're on your player board, and you uh, each piece costs not only uh, buttons but also time. Mm. So uh, I picked up this piece. It costs this much time. I move it. Move my. There's another third board tracker uh, that shows how far along I've moved. And if you pass a a button payout marker on the time tracker, you get the payout of how many buttons that are on your player board. So there's a little bit of uh, give and take on that. You know, kind of economy where you're like. I need to get buttons on my player board so I get paid out so I can purchase more part, more pieces. I need the buttons. I need the buttons. Uh, and then sometimes, like, I've played both ways where I'm, like, obsessed with, like, getting as many buttons as possible. And I've also played where I'm, like, I just want to fill up as much space as possible. And I've won both ways. That's always fun, too, is when you can figure out different ways to win the game. Like, uh... Ma- Machikoro. Mm-hmm. 
I've never played, but I, I I'm uh, I'm interested I, because I, that's I've, multiplayer. I've played with my wife, and I've played with you know more mm-hmm. people, and the way to win is by uh, get a forest and have a furniture factory because you'll make the most money, and that's how you win. Mm-hmm. And whoever's able to get there first is going to make the most money, and it's like the the thing that just ruins the, like it ruins the game having mm-hmm. the forests and uh, but it's something that my wife and I played a couple times but we never played again because we found that the for you know we found the forests huh. uh, I had a point but I'm two no, double no. IPAs in there and I forgot what my point was you're like it's it's interesting to find multiple oh, play multiple ways, ways to play win. yes and because uh, we found games that. You know, uh, another, you find another, ultimate... game, another game on this list is Takinoko. Takinoko, the way the cards fall, the way everything happens, you're not always playing the same way or the same strategy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when games have a lot of replay value is strategy changes. Yeah. when you And that's what I like about Patchwork. Like, it all depends on, like, what pieces are available to me. It kind of leads me one way or the other with strategy. I always wanted to fill up my player board. And I normally, I'm normally the one that's able to get the. There's a bonus piece if you fill up. Uh, it's an eight by grid. If you're able to fill up six by six, uh, you get bonus eight points at the end of the game. And I'm always going after that. Kate will just be like, "Nope, best optimum move at that time." And uh, she, I don't think she's ever gotten that bonus point payout, but she has beaten me. And I've won, but I'm always like trying to fill up the gaps. Uh, but it's yeah, uh, that's why I kind of like patchwork between me and her. There's no like, there's no real way to screw over the other player, uh, which is normally something I'm looking for in a two-player <laughs> game. Like honestly, when I'm playing a game with Kate, I'm like, I need to have a little bit of like, I need an edge. Well, something that. I can do to interrupt what she's doing because Kate, she's she's way too smart, like, and she doesn't give herself credit for it. Also, in board games where she'll screw me over each and every time without realizing it, so I need to realize how I can screw her over. But also, she like puts that like she takes advantage of some of the rules, like, oh. When you start playing, whoever's the youngest player, they go first. And she's like, no, every time I go first because I'm the youngest player. Instead of just then going clockwise or passing it to the next person. Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, you know. Uh, you, you complained about it. <laughs> but that's in Splendor, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but in Patchwork, there's... You kind of can manipulate little things here and there, which is interesting. I think every time we play, it is a little different. Uh, every time I play, I'm like, yes, let's pl- let's do it one more time. Uh, one more time. Because it's so quick. And that's what I like about, you know, these kind of uh, games where you sit down with your, you know, significant other and play where you can just go one more time. It's quick, but there's enough meat on the bones where you feel like you want to explore something different or see how the tiles lay this time. Because there's so much randomization in it. Uh, a lot like and unlike what my wife and I like to play, 
which is Carcassonne. Uh, we play the big box. I've never played all the expansions. I've only played plus, basic. Plus an extra river and extra game. Because we bought the regular game and the expansion river. Then we bought the big box. Because to buy the other expansions, we yeah. can just buy the big box. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't play some of the other... Uh, the dragon, the inn, and the... Dale. So, yeah, there's a couple of them the that Prince and the Popper we don't use. Yeah, there's some goofy <laughs> ones, the, you know, thieves and stuff like that. Um, we play basically the basic rules plus. Um, do you play with the, the river? gardens version? What's that? Do you play with the river? We do. So you start with the river tile. Double double river tiles. So we make a huge river, and then you can start playing Carcassonne. And then we start playing Carcassonne. See, that's the thing. I've never played with the River expansion because I'm like, that just kind of limits you no, up until you, can, you start playing No, you Carcassonne. can still put stuff on roads and you can still play yeah. place things on castles and uh, with the play with the sheep or whatever. But we have so much tiles, it takes up like half to more than half of our dining room table. And we've run out of the 50 and 100 point tokens. Wow. Um, and then, so then we start using like whatever's sitting around, like, okay, you have the pencil, the pencil is 50 or you just got a hundred and I have 50. So give me the pencil and you have the pen cap, you know, like whatever's like around yeah, yeah. us. Cause we're in it, but we go to your hero clicks board, get, get some pennies, get some pennies, every penny's worth 50. Uh, but okay. we'll sit and play that. And my wife came from a group of friends that play ruthless and maniacal and look to absolutely screw someone over. Mm-hmm. And I Oh, you're building a farm here? Guess what where are my roads going? Uh where I come from the thing of I want everybody to win. Let's play. Hey, mm-hmm. it's okay. Take that turn over again. Like if I was you and you were playing this if I was you, I'd do this. And then, you know, like, mm-hmm. Caitlin would be like, why did you tell him to do the best thing that's there? Like, why did you tell him to take six and eights in uh, uh, car- uh, Settlers of Catan? Oh. Like, because it's their first time playing? If it's their first time. You know? It's understandable. Like, yeah. yeah, and I'm going to give them pointers, and I'm going to help them out, because... It's no fun if you're mm-hmm. crushing the other person while you're playing. So we've gotten to the point. Yeah, if you're light side, John. <laughs> if you're dark side. But we've gotten to the point in Carcassonne. It is amazing to crush your opponent. We've gotten to the point in Carcassonne that I'm building a, I'm building a long road. You don't touch my fucking road. That's my road. <laughs> That's your road over there. Or any of these other roads can be your road. You don't you don't end that road right away? No. I, Dude, not only I, that I roads. Not only that, that road that I built has my jumbo meeple on, also has an inn. Oh, I've so never that played guy, with inns. That guy is uh, four times two on that thing, on how long that is. I'm stopping that road as and soon as you place road, it. I get that road 20 to 30, like, tiles long. Like, nope. That's where I get You're getting a four cross. And, hey, you know what? 
I'm with Caitlin on this. Well, she's come to my she's come to my side when I when she does it, and I'm like, "Fuck you! What are you doing to my road?" I need that road, and I'm going to place well, that city tile so I can t- claim that city that you've been working on for like three turns in a row. But that's the thing is, is we that's play, Carcassonne. Is we play now? Do you mind if I put this piece here? You know, like because it's just a big pile for us and if you're yeah. if you're working on your own and you're doing what you want to do and then you're like I have 371 points and then she's been working on her own and doing her own thing and she's like well I have 500 you're like damn you did a better job than I did I think there's better games for you to play then where it's more like I don't know Agricola where it's more like you're working on your own farm, she's working well, on her own farm, as long as you both feed your people. There's no, like, stopping each other or interaction. Well, the, Remember how I said is, I'm but like... here's the thing is there there is interaction because it's a game that we can play uh-huh. and talk and have right. a conversation while we're doing it. Okay, outside and, of the game, there's interaction. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, we're, we're having a nice conversation, and it's, hey... I got this piece. This can finish your castle. Do you want me to give it to you because we're going low? You know, there's that kind of stuff. Or we put music on. I mean, oh. during Christmas, we'll put on, like, Muppet Christmas Station on uh, Pandora or whatever. Right. And right. we have a nice time sitting and listening to music while we play this. It's kind of like sitting at a table and doing a puzzle with your fam- like with your okay. significant other. But you get points and... You try. I've never done puzzles. Uh, I am definitely, like, I guess it was before the show we kind of talked about it. I need interaction where I can stop Kate from doing what she's doing <laughs> in order to make sure I can do what I can do. Like, and that's why I kind of like Potion Explosion so much. Because there's that. I could, t- Potion Explosion is a game by uh, Gulia Gilinti. Gil- Gil- yeah, Gilini. Uh, it's from Cool Mini or Not, and also Horrible Games. And think of a board game version of Bejeweled or you know any of those match three games. Uh, basically, there's a contraption. It's a ramp with a full ton of marbles of four different colors. Yellow, red, black, red, blue, black. Yeah, so four different colors of marbles. And I get in trouble because I call the yellows white. Well, they're... Pixie dust. <laughs> uh, basically, this is Harry Potter's potions class, except they don't call it Harry Potter's. I really love how the rule book is written because it's basically uh, Professor Slughorn writing the instruction book, the rules book on it. Um, in every turn, what you're doing is brewing potions uh, in this class that give you points but also give you special abilities uh, to further yourself along. And you're collecting these ingredients to brew these potions on this ramp contraption, where you take one marble out. And and just each of your potion has, like, you need three red, two yellow, four blue in these different potions. Mm -hmm. So you have to collect marbles to fill in for those. Mm -hmm. And those marbles are collected by taking one marble out of the ramp, and the other marble slide down, and if two similar color, uh, two of the same colors, clack together, you get to collect all those. 
if another two of those same colors, you get to keep on collecting and collecting some more. And sometimes you run into these awesome, quote-unquote, magical runs of explosions where you just get a fistful of marbles. And is there anything better than that? Like, that tactile, like, I did, like, Candy Crush when it first came out, where it's, like, magic, wonderful, brilliant, stupendous, where it would just be bam, 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 pop, 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 where it would be just this automatic run. But there's something about the tactile feeling of, like, collecting them all, and, like, you have to use two... Physically holding them in your hand. You have to use two hands, and you're like, that whole run ran out of marbles, because I have them all right here. And then you look at the, your player board, and you're like, I can use three of these. <laughs> i got to put them all back. <laughs> and then you put them all back, and you're like, okay, your turn. Uh, but there's this awesome dynamic when it's just two players where I'm constantly thinking, if I pull that, that will happen. Uh, Kate's going after blue to- blue potion, um, you know, with the ogre tears, the blue marbles. That'll leave a really good play for Blue Ogre Tears, so So I can't do that. Even though, be great for me. I'd be able to complete one of my potions. That would leave her able to complete two of hers. So I can't do that, obviously. And so I got to do another move that might not be as good. Might gets me to where I need to go, but also doesn't leave the potion in front of her. See, I don't play... I. I don't because I have this That's, game too. I, we have this game because mm-hmm. Caitlin played it with you and Kate, and just Kate and me watching her play as we were doing something else mm-hmm. was like, "Well, that game looks awesome." It is awesome, and I got it. Because, I think we, you, you gave we it, play it while watching Harry Potter. You gave it. You gave it to me for my for Christmas, I believe. I did. You did, and uh, I mean we've we've played it since, and mm-hmm. I I just play looking at my board and what I need and I've won every time we've played except twice. When we played mm. with my sister my sister won one game I won the other game and one time Caitlin beat me. And like when Caitlin, when we play these games and there's games that she's automatically going to win at no matter what and then there's these games that I just always win at and like when she finally is able to beat me she's like oh you beat me every time, but I got you this once. And I'm like, hey, good job, babe. You, you did it. Kate and I are always, like, so evenly matched. Like, it's it's constant, like, back and forth with us. And that's what I really enjoy. It's not, like, an in-your-face kind of moment, but I enjoy that competitive edge. Like, I want that extra thought process to go through my mind. Like, not just, oh, what's best for me? Of course I'm going to do that. And then just... Oh, she did the thing that's best for her. I want us to kind of think about, okay, what's the next move? And then what's the next move? Like, uh, Yeah. I, I like, mean, it, that's how I want to play games. You know, in a way, I mean, I, I grew up playing chess. Mm-hmm. So I'm always watching the board, what someone else is doing, what I'm doing, and what I can see ahead. But I'm focused on myself mm-hmm. i to me i'm putting more energy in what i'm doing and what i'm going to be doing than watching what somebody else is doing right no. but if you can finish a move and it will give you one of your potions but it sets up the person to finish up two of theirs 
Are you really going to do that move? No. Okay, well, it's like that's all I, I'm saying. We, we play um, Phase 10, which okay. is a yeah. card game. Mm-hmm. And I a also lot play that. Of, and a lot of times it's... It's like, like a progressive get, Rummy. I'm not going to get rid of this one card because that will cause... that is. She yeah. already... She already picked up green. I'm not going to put another green down, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of that stuff. So I do watch that stuff and keep stuff like that to my hand. But in essence, I'm not watching in certain games what the other people are doing. Well, because we just opened another beer. And this is one of my favorite beers from Southern Tier. It's, wow. It's been surpassed by, well, I'm going to say 2X IPA. Is one of my favorite beers from okay. Southern Tier. New School has surpassed it, uh, but this is Pumpkin. I it would, does a big release. It is there, kind of like it is. Pumpkin is their KBS. I would say so. It isn't as good as KBS. No, but it is their KBS uh, because they do the whole party thing. Core brand, something that's year round. Two X IPA, one of my favorites. If you listened to us last year, I was crazed that I couldn't get the 2X in the Tallboy cans. Until who gave those to you? My best friend, Paul. Yep. Uh, but this is the... During what? Pumpkin week. Pumpkin week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to Southern Tier. Can you get me... <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, this is their unfiltered. Mm. The un- 2X unfiltered IPA. Cloudy, hazy, hoppy. Double Indian pale ale. Uh, this is 8.2 uh, alcohol by volume, and uh, I'm looking up the IBUs right now, and it does not say it on. I'm looking it up, meaning I'm looking at the label, um, and it doesn't say. John, don't bring me down that rabbit <laughs> hole, please don't, because I will be annoyed if it is anything under 137. Well, I gotta check into this beer anyways. Uh, so. This was uh, born on date of birth, dob, uh, three twenty three seventeen. So. Uh, why the hell not? It's it's uh, about uh, two weeks old, and man, this is hoppy. This is it's not like the single cut, which had that sweetness and it kind of rolled through juiciness and, it was and juiciness. This is this is piney hop. This is uh, this isn't the juicy hop. This isn't the juicy hop. This is a good IPA. I don't. Is it a good double IPA though? It is a good double I I mean, 2X is still one of my... This is warm. We're drinking it warmer. We're drinking it warmer. 2X is still one of my favorite IPAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, double IPAs. It'll 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 always be in my top five-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a bunch of stuff recently that it's... They're different beers. Space Kitty is not... This, I mean, this... Yeah. That's the new double IPA versus this that's been around for 15 years is a double IPA? Yeah. 10 years? How long have we been doing this show? We've been doing this show for nine years. And how long have I hated... At which point did I start liking IPAs? Because this is the prior... Two years in. Okay. This is the prior to me liking IPA IPAs. This is that piney, resiny, like... Leaves that almost waxy film on your tongue kind of IPA. And uh, I enjoy it now because it's like that long lingering. You take a sip and you enjoy it. This is this is the exact opposite of a crushable IPA. Yes. 
this is the one where you're like, oh, I gotta, I, I got to drink now. this, not crush this, mm-hmm. because the aftertaste, that lingering flavor, is more enjoyable than that first sip. And I, if I'm in the right frame of mind and I'm, I'm in the right mood, this is what I would go for when I. This is what I would think about when people would say double IPA. Like when producer Scott said, dip a day. It's a dip a day. A double IPA day. And I'm like, oh, God, please put me out of my misery. It's so horrible. Uh, this is it. Because it's resiny. It is the yeah. big, waxy, resin IPA. And, I mean, like, it, listeners, you haven't heard it yet, but we had um, Molotov Light last week. <laughs> We had Molotov. We are so deep in time machines right now, right? We had Molotov Light last week on the podcast, mm-hmm. which is future from mm-hmm. now, uh, which I really liked because it reminded me of that old school double yeah. IPA, and I really, really liked it. This is in that same realm yeah, of that old, yeah. kind of that old school. It's still real good. It's still a nice big IPA. But it's definitely not the thing that I've been loving and craving lately. Yeah. And, okay, this unf- 2X IPA is a beer that we both like. Mm-hmm. I like this more than the regular 2X but IPA. I, to me, I'm having a hard time picking out what difference it makes. This is much more of a sipper than that 2X IPA. Think about it in the can last year. Like, just sitting down, like, you were like, yeah, I'd mow the lawn with this beer in my riding lawnmower, and I would take a sip. This, well, here's the thing, I need to slow the after. Tallboy cans, that was a lead-up to our tallboy can craze and love. So I'm thinking, glick, 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 that I can do out of a can. This was a bottle, we split one bottle between glasses. I'm really glad we split one. Me too. Um, just because it's we difficult to it's drink. a lot of it's a lot of beer. Well, we've had a lot of beer. We had two tall boys, one at seven point seven, one at eight point two, and now we're splitting at eight point two. <laughs> I would I would like to see two X versus two X unfiltered blind taste test, dark glasses so we can't tell which is which, and try to see which one we think is which, because I don't think we'd be able to tell unfiltered versus filtered. This seems heavier. It just, on the tongue, it just, the mouthfeel seems heavier than what I remember 2X being. I think on the nose, on the nose, it's a lot more depth there, Mm -hmm. but I, I feel bad because I'm like, okay, dark glasses, that's plastic. Is that is that a thing that you would want to do to a beer though? Put it in a plastic because there are that resiny you oils. Can, I, you can get dark. Would gla- I can get you some dark glasses. Hmm. I can get you a toe, and I can get you some dark glasses. How, how about I just blindfold you instead of pouring it into dark are glasses? Are we both going to be blindfolded? Yes, we have wives that we play board games with <laughs> that could pour us a beer. Hey, what's <laughs> a game that we've? played together with our wives, the four of us. Uh, Takinoko. Takinoko. By Anton Bolza, 
from uh I don't remember who oh uh Madagot Games. Uh they're the ones that published it. Uh this is as my wife calls it, the panda game. Panda game. Panda bamboo game. Uh this is where you're uh overseeing the Imperial Garden of Japan uh that has just been gifted from the Emperor of China's panda to take care of. So the farmer of the garden is very upset that this panda keeps on eating all his lovely bamboo. And he the farmer just keeps on trying to grow his bamboo. And now are all four of us the gar- a gardener in this? No, no, we're the emperor. We're the emperor and we get the emperor card when we win. When when we finish the Whoever most objectives. Yeah. The most objectives. Yeah. We then you're the emperor. emperor. Yeah. We please the emperor so we get extra points. It's it's a board building tile tile placement. Yeah. Dice rolling. The you dice. A, you roll a dice. You, you roll, roll one dice, dice just you for the one dice. weather. You roll it's a dice. It's not a dice. You roll a dice. It's not a dice. You roll a dice. It's not the main purpose. The you game. roll. It's a main. <laughs> that can, that means everything. Rolling that dice. It's, that means whether you get it's to some, do three turns versus two turns. It's an two action. Of the same turns. You get to get an extra little improvement tile. Improvement tile. Yeah, you get to move the panda or make it rain. You make it rain. Yeah, it's an action selection tile placement set collection game with dice. Well, that die gives you an extra action selection because that die roll depends that determines your action that you get to place. See if they move the panda. You get to choose what you want to do, or farm reaction. So the problem I have with this game is I play it with my wife mm-hmm. and then this is also the game we play with people who have never played it before. And those people suck at this game. Because they're just learning it. Okay. So we never get to play with it really except for the one time that we, we the four of us played. And then you taught us the rule correctly <laughs> which is the farmer, no, no. He grows all the tiles next to it. Yeah. I'm like, really? The colors, the colors, uh, well, well, this is the great thing is the colors connected to the color you move the guy that, that the grows farmer. the farmer grow bamboo. But you also taught us that when you roll the rain die, it only grows one mm-hmm. tile, not the connecting tiles because we played farmer rules with the rain thing. So yeah. we both learned that day. Mm-hmm. But anytime we do play this, we when it's not just with ourselves, we're usually playing with someone who's just learning to play this game. Mm. And in that case, we're always playing with someone who's just learning, and we never have the full effect of playing with people who know how to play, aside from the time we played with you and Melanie. That's two times out mm-hmm. of... Hundreds of times that we've played, yeah, and the few times we played with with other people, but it is a it's a fun game. It's a great mm-hmm. two player game, easily one of the better, quicker, fun plays that constantly is changing because the way you roll your dice, the way you draw cards, the way you try to get points to win this game, constantly changing. 
if you like, oh, I'm just going to go after this card. Because there's three different cards. There's cards on... Uh, you get points for every card that you get. So there's cards of getting the panda to eat certain colors. <laughs> there's tile placement cards and getting yeah. certain grouping of tiles. Yeah, bird cards. And then there's farmer cards getting certain stocks of bamboo to grow and what they grow on. All of that with how things are placed and how things are moving changes the game completely. Are we? Okay, we are. I'm sorry, I was looking at the line. We're at 50. Um, Not even 50 minutes. I was, yeah, but I was looking at the oh. previous recording. Making sure we were actually recording? Yes, I was like, I just see a straight line. A not-not episode would be horrible. Oh, if we lost a not-episode, it would be the worst. Uh, there's there's an episode number. <laughs> Hurry up, right? Exiting that window there. Um, but it definitely changes every time. Mm-hmm. And your strategy changes on how the game is playing and moving. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the great things about being able to go back to this game over and over and over yeah. again. I, I do believe, yes, this game, when it's two-player, opens up a lot of uh, tactical strategy, which is, seems redundant, because most of the time when we're talking about board games, people talk about tactics being that turn-by-turn kind of uh, thought process and ownership and uh, adjacency, or not adjacency, but agency of decision-making and strategy, uh, strategy being the overarching, like what's your strategy for the whole game. But uh, with this game, it seems that I usually go in with a complete strategy. I'm like, you know what? I feel like going complete farmer this time. I'm going to go... Just farmer, 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 objectives to see how that works. Usually that's how I went in the two-player game. Uh, you do the, the Hail Mary pass when you know you're got one more turn and the other person has already got the Emperor tile or Emperor points, and you're kind of like just hoping that you score more, and you might go with the tile placement scoring objective of the Empire tiles, but... Um, it's really a hope against hope. And that's what I kind of like about this game. And I, I feel like this is the game I want to pull out with Kate when I want to play a longer game. Like, I want something almost Ticket the Riot style, where it's going to take us 45 minutes just to get through. And I want to just enjoy the process of playing. Because I actually enjoy the process of playing this game more so than the winning or losing. Just the, okay, what am I going to do this turn versus last turn? Where am I going to place it? What, what actions am I going to take this turn? Like, I enjoy that moment-by-moment moment play more so than the overall game itself. Uh, I, can, I can see a little bit of that. This game's taking you 40 minutes to play? It takes us a while to play. You know, between us, me and her, because we're both daggers people. We're both looking to like make See, sure they don't is, get. We like this is quick for us. Like, like we, we play. I mean, we'll play like, like the two longest games we play is Ticket to Ride in this game. We'll play two or three of these a night. Like we'll just play this. Like we'll play three games in a 
a night. If we play and this game, like, we're playing we, a different game. Three after. games is like an hour, you know. <sighs> if we play Takenoko, we're playing Lost Cities Patchwork. Which Lost but, Cities? Board game or card game? Card game. Because that's. Oh, you won. Oh, I won. Oh, you won. Oh, I won. Doesn't really much matter. But nothing is more cutthroat than Splendor. And Splendor. That's exactly where I was going to go with this. Uh, this is another game that we learned and played from you. Oh, uh, thank you. I'd say you and your wife, but no, it's you, because you're the one that found the game to get your wife to play with you. Mm-hmm. And your wife uh, calls this couponing the, mo- the movie. <laughs> the game. Couponing the game. This is uh, by Mark Andre, and this is uh, by Esmoday and Sp- Base Cowboy, who do uh, Time Stories, which I'm interested in playing, but don't trust a group to actually play with me. So that's why I have not bought Time Story. Mm. Uh, but this is couponing the game, Splendor. Uh, Kate and I play by a variant rule, which is you cannot play it, pick up a card from the play stack, uh, from the you know shared play style. You have to play pick up from the uh, random. Sex. Well, you can you can you can pick up a card from a grid that you lay out, which mm-hmm. is what four across, four down, three uh four across, three down, three down. Uh, in this game, in in the rules of this game is is you. I don't know, I'm getting IPA here, but yep. what you're saying is your rule is you can pull one of those cards and not play it right away. No, no. We can't even pull those cards. No, no, but in the rules, you can pull yeah, that card yeah. and not play it right away and yes. save it for yourself to when you and can. And you get a gold uh, gem. And we we play the same way, too. It's mm-hmm. only when we played the digital version that we learned that we could do that. And that's when you told us that you could do that. And we're like, oh, we've been playing wrong. Because How rule, books, rule books are hard to read. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, also, to... We kind of look at this point now. We look at the rule book. We watch a we, video. We thumb online. through it. Then we watch a video on how to play it, and then we play it. And then anytime we have questions, we then go back to the rule mm-hmm. book because games are hard. They're difficult to learn, especially, especially when you don't have a grandparent around to teach you how to play. Well, that and if you don't have a frame of reference aside from the brief description you read about the game. Mm-hmm. And then you try to play it with reading this handbook. It's ho- so hard to understand, especially when you have a wife that's like, "Ugh, why do I have to have a college degree in this game right now?" That's that's literally what Kate said to me when we I was trying to tell her how to play Takenoko. She was like, "No, no, let's just play. Let's just play. Okay, let's just play." And then she gets upset when I hit a rule wrong. <laughs> Like, this is why I don't like playing games with you, because you get the rule wrong, and then i got to learn the game all over again. I'm like, well, you also pushed me to get to the game, so... The first couple times is all learning curve. Yeah. And, like, when we have games that my wife and I play that you can screw the other person over, if it's the first time we play it... Mm-hmm. You'd be nice. We'd be nice. And, like, she'll do it, and I go... Can we wait? To, like, I know this is the, your second turn, but can we wait before you totally screw me over? Because we're still getting the hang of this. Yeah. And then once we're halfway through and we're like, 
you get it. Let's open. Let's open it up mm-hmm. and do what we got to do. But that's one of the reasons too, not to stop talking about Splendor is we we do not play Boss Monster mm-hmm. because that's the only time her and I have had a angry fight with each other. Yeah, was during this game where I literally took the cards and threw them on the floor in an angry gesture of like fuck you (laughs) you flipped the table I did and and there's a moment where we both just stared at each other after I did it like yeah I fucking did it I can't believe you did that and then I was like I can't believe the way you were acting and I threw him on the table Uh, your actions caused my reaction it's your fault and it was a thing that was constantly happening with mm-hmm. us getting frustrated and upset with each other during this game that we no longer play the game. We Boss still- Monster isn't that good. I've played it with John twice. It's not that good. Uh, I'm sorry for anybody that bought him got Boss Monster. Chris. <laughs> it's not that good of a game. I like Boss Monster. I just can't play with my wife. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we agreed on. For me. Uh... Splendor is a game that we both can play. It's a game that mm-hmm. I like playing, even though I have never won the game. I've come close. It's It feels like a pole position game, where it's like, all depends on where... If you, if you do X first, you will win. Like, if you are able to turn that corner and start doing... Going for those... Uh, like, yeah, just start like going... I can... This card's for free. Mm-hmm. So is this card, because I have all this stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, if you're able to turn that engine on first, you won the game already. So it feels like you've the winner of the game won like five to eight turns ago, which can be really frustrating because you feel like you're just going through the motions as soon as you know the other person has yeah. won. Because uh, it is definitely a engine-building game. And I like, I have like I, I played against my mom while teaching her how to play it, and I won. I don't count that as winning oh. because it was her first time. Uh, but it is one of those games that I will constantly go back, and I'm willing to lose the game because the playing mechanics and how it goes is fun. The way it works is well, and what you're doing is you're. The game is set up that you are a jeweler mm-hmm. and you are buying roots. Mines. You're buying yep. mines, you're buying roots, you're, you're buying, buying roots, or you're buying the merchants mm-hmm. that are selling it. And you're trying to get extra points by collecting enough of Prestige. one type of gem to bring a royal person to your jewel shop, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah, you get enough prestige, a royal comes by, and you become that royals you get personal their favor yeah you're their personal jeweler and it's all done with these uh it's cards and then the jewels are these really nice poker chips poker chips mm-hmm. uh with the pictures of the gems on them heavy duty mm-hmm. great looking game great looking uh it's a flow that- I, I don't know i'm I'm three. I have three double IPAs in. It's I'm like losing a, track of what I'm talking. It's kind of like a deck builder, but it's a set collection deck yeah. builder. Uh, because every card that you put your 
chips into buying your 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 gems. your gems into buying then gives you a gem of that color so the more gems of one color you don't have to start collecting those gems from the bank mm-hmm. you can just use those and you can use your own collection hey everybody you want to know a little more about this game go over to youtube and watch paul and i review this oh soberly on a bagged and board bite yeah, we did this on YouTube. Oh my goodness! It, <laughs> the reason that I, that I purchased the game, purchased this game, is because for the value, like those heavy, like poker chips, the cards, the actual mechanisms, all worthwhile. And it won like, Game of the Year, uh, the year that this game came out. Was it a like Game of the Year like Spiel des Jahres? Spiel des Jahres? Game? Yeah, it won like one from... best game, best like board game of the year. Hmm. I didn't know that. I bought it when it came out. You bought it right, yeah. You bought it before that happened. I got it afterwards. Uh, so I don't have that little medallion on the on top the of the box. board game. On the box. Oh, it means so much. I got a little yeah. <laughs> gold ribbon on it. But uh, this is one of those games where it's just kind of, it is easy to learn, even though we did not make any sense while explaining it. No. And you get right into it. You're just collecting gems in order to collect tile uh, cards, in order to collect tokens, in order to earn victory points and get 15 and win. Um, this is great two players because you're like constantly thinking, this is what they're collecting, and I want to get this first before they do. One of the reasons I like two-player games. Uh, in a four-player game, it becomes a little harder where you're just kind of focusing on what what you have to do in order to try to get those points. But two-player, I, I like that cutthroat mechanic. And yeah. I wish we played with that. You can play, you can take a card from the player, the open area. Because you can see the person that's been because, collecting those yeah. things and be like, no, that's mine. That's I'm going to hold that on. And I get a wild mm-hmm. middle finger in your face. Deal with it. And Kate will not play that way because she's like, no, it's too cutthroat. I'm like, that's how we play, though. <laughs> Not in coupon- couponing the board game. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this is probably one of our favorite games. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely one of our favorite two players. Um, I've not- only played a four-player with you and Caitlin. Or three-player with myself, Kate, and Caitlin. Uh, yeah, or like myself, it, that's Caitlin pretty much the most we've played it. I think like with my with my mom and I think my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they're, like they're novices yeah. at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then um, just on a like a shout out to another game, um, Town Mach- of Bet, not Machikoro, or what was the other shout out they had? Machikoro, you had a shout out to. Oh, I, yeah, I don't like Machikoro. Oh, uh. I, I, I brought that up because I don't like playing that game uh, with my wife. Uh, and a boss monster. Boss and, monster, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, uh, a shout-out is uh, Town of Bedford, which oh. is a whaling game. Um, it's one we haven't played a ton of. Yes, talk about it a lot recently, though. Since you've gotten in, I've heard... This is like the fifth time I've heard you talk yeah, about it. Yeah, because it's, it's, uh, it's a great game. Out of all the times we've talked about board games, each and every time since you got it in, you know you've why? Because I it. know you don't have it. I know, and I love twisting that dagger in you because uh, it was a Kickstarter. Because I'm cutthroat. Uh, no, it, but it is one of those ones that I think is uh, it. 
it de- it deserves to be on this list, and that's why I want to bring mm-hmm. it up, is because it is a fun. It's different every time. The way you start thinking you're going to go after things and the way things are happening, and the more you learn about the game, it keeps changing how you play it. Mm-hmm. And we have tons of two-player games. That's one of the things we look for now in buying games is we know that we're going to play it two-player before we play it four-player or three-player. Yeah. So we look for the ones that are good to play as two-player games. Seeing as I have games still in the shrink wrap that are not available to play at two-player. I really want to play Fury of Dracula now. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I've been wanting to play it since I got it. What's the other one that's still in shrink wrap? Oh, Elder. Uh, 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 Elder Elder Horror. Horror. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, the only reason Imperial Assault is out of its shrink wrap is because I've got an insert for it. Because I'm like... You need an insert in order to play this game to set it up. Uh, Kate and I, we did get to sit down and play Escape a few times. Though I don't think she's ever coming back. <laughs> Escape, uh, Curse of the Lost Temple, is a real-time dice-rolling cooperative game where it's you're trying to escape a temple with these gems that you have to get rid of because they're cursed in order to get out of this cursed temple uh and you're just rolling dice and you need to keep on coming up with these combination of dice in order to move on to the next room or to drop up off the gems and you have 10 minutes 10 minutes only and it stresses kate the fuck out well it also plays a soundtrack where the yeah. music keeps building yeah. while you're playing so because- i can see Halfway through, you have to get back to the start tile, otherwise you lose a die, and then you have to go get out of the whole temple. Now, do you, I mean, your 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 living room and your dining mm-hmm. room where you mostly play your games is your dining room is close to your TV. Is that where you're playing it through your... Uh, we play it in the living room, but we play it off of the iPhone or the, you know... Oh, there's a, yeah, there's phone. an app for it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's I just look it up on YouTube and play it off the phone oh, that way. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering... Because I, I was like, where the hell do you have a CD player? Like, okay, you got one here on your computer. Yeah. I was like, do you put it in your DVD player? And uh, Well, a little secret for you, John. CD player isn't hooked up to anything. <laughs> <laughs> no power. Nice. It's just there to take up space in this... The uh, PC Tower. Uh, but if there is a two-player game out there that you like playing, maybe not with your spouse. Wait, which one do you not like playing with? With your spouse, you like that's I, Boss I, Monster. Oh, Boss Monster. Yeah, Boss Monster. I, I, I kind of go went over oh, that. Okay. Escape, Curse of the Lost Temple. Great game. Stress the Kate. Too much out. We're not allowed to play. Uh, Legendary Marvel Legendary. Too many cards. Kate won't even look at it. <laughs> but if there is a game that you like to play, two-player or otherwise, let us know over on the Facebook. Paul and I love <laughs> playing board games. We, uh, we try to we try to get together to play games. We try to set Lords of Waterdeep, oh. two Dungeons and Dragon knee, two nerdy. Won't do you have like that? It. Yeah, I do. I want to play that. I, I buy too many games. I appreciate that you do <laughs> because that store is way too close to my office <laughs> and, and I, I just one week to buy beer for me and i'm like i need to get out of this freaking office 
Where should I go and walk around for 20 minutes? I could walk around there. There won't be any problems, right? 50 bucks later. I should have spent that $50. But you should have, because now you get a great game. Yeah, that I haven't played yet. So, if there's games that you like playing, and if there's games that you've bought and you've never played, find us over on the Facebook. Let us know over there your games, because we're always looking out for Mm -hmm. games. We love talking board games, even though we don't do it that much on the podcast, except for some not episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But definitely find us over there. Let us know about your board games, two-player board games, board games you don't play. And uh, just like and review us over on iTunes or wherever you listen to us on that helps other people find us. Stitcher. We're not making any money out of this. Nope. We're spending a lot of money on beer, comic books, and board games. Too much money. And wives. Oh, the wives. They cost Mm. so much. Okay, but we never never said this. What's your favorite game to play with your wife? Takinoko, I think. It's Takinoko. I, that and Carcassonne. Like Carcassonne mm-hmm. is like a big puzzle, and I don't play, I don't do puzzles anymore. It was something that used to be a big family tradition. Okay. Uh, every Christmas, we'd get a puzzle, or we'd get one of those three D castle puzzles in build. Mm-hmm. And I don't do those anymore. So the, it's, I think Carcassonne because it's like a big puzzle. I've never done puzzles. I can understand the Carcassonne because of the puzzle element. I really like playing Ticket to Ride with Kate. Even though I know she doesn't like playing it as much as I do. Because I like that route building. And you got that little bit of element like, oh, I see which route you're building. And I get to play there to screw over. But, uh, yeah, I think it's Ticket to Ride, even though we didn't mention it on this list. I love Ticket to Ride. Me too. We have, I think, Ticket to Ride, Ticket to Ride Europe or Germany. Mm -hmm. We have... Nordic countries, because I played Nordic with you. Asian countries. Uh, We have the uh, aliens and uh, Godzilla that can keep you from building uh, a train going into that city. It's like another another, expansion for it. Mm -hmm. And then you can pay cards to move the alien to stop somebody or the Godzilla from somebody building into a city or destroy somebody's train track like it gets crazy um we have we have those like we love ticket to ride my wife and Mm -hmm. i we had to stop ourselves from continuing to buy more and more of the board games because we're like listen it's just the same game just in a different area of the world i I heard that uk in pennsylvania uk has a stock market and uh technology tree element to it where you have to like get different technologies in order to build subways. So UK slash Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is more stock, and then UK on that flip side board is more of the uh, technology tree. Well, I'm not going to bring that up to my wife, because we don't need any more ticket to rides. You really do, so I can play them. 